Magic 94.9, Tampa Bay's best music. Hi, it's Christy Knight. I'm so excited. I get to talk to Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium. Hello. Hi, Christy. How's it going? I, it's going great. I cannot believe I'm talking to you. I'm a huge fan. I'm so excited to do this interview. So thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. You are appreciated as well. <laughs> well, we're really excited to have you in the Tampa Bay area next week. I know you're doing the show at the Mahaffey Theater on Wednesday. And um, just before I start asking you questions, just wanted to tell everybody we do have free tickets that you can get registered for at MyMagic949.com. And also uh, where you get registered, there's a link to buy tickets. Tickets uh, are from $25 up. So that's huge to be able to like hang out with Tyler for a while, right? <laughs> so Tyler, just I don't even know how this works, but how did all this happen to you to getting involved with celebrities and doing celebrity readings? Uh, because you are the Hollywood medium. So how did this all kind of start? Yeah, well, you know, this all really started for me when I was actually only 10 years old and I had a premonition of my grandmother's death. And I kind of tell the story at, at the live show of just kind of how that experience introduced me to this world. But when I was 16 years old, I graduated high school with the goal of trying to become a hospice nurse because I knew I had this ability. I had it for six years at least and I knew that I wanted to use it. I just didn't know to what extent. So wow. I did readings through word of mouth while I was in college. And before I knew it, I had people from all over calling. And Sarah Paulson was actually my first celebrity client. I, I just can't even believe this. I mean, you've interviewed so many from Rebel Wilson and Hoda from the Today Show and Howie Mandel, Olympians, Janet Jackson, the Kardashians. I mean, we could just go through a whole list of people, but um, it, it's absolutely amazing. And uh, now, of course, you have the Hollywood Medium Show on E!, which is fantastic. So congratulations on that. Thank you. What celebrity was the most emotional? Is there is there a reading that really stands out for you that was really powerful for you or you felt powerful for them that just kind of stood out among all the rest? Definitely. You know, I think one of the great things about the show is that with every reading, every reading is different, but I feel like every reading is empowering in its own way, whether it's providing validation or closure or insight. And there's really kind of two major readings I think of when I think of Intense. And the first was actually with RuPaul. Um, he was amazing. I was a huge fan of him. I recognized him and I connected him with his dad who passed away who had dealt with a gambling addiction. And, you know, RuPaul meant a lot for me growing up. So to be able to connect him to his father and to relay that apology was really healing. And then this last season, I'd say my reading with Anne Heche was pretty crazy just because she got up during the reading. She ended it early. She had to leave. And it was just so much for her to process. But she actually kind of got the cameras out of the house. Wow. And just left. You know, I really, I, I watch you on television. I've watched you on interviews and everything. And and I'm sure you've heard this from from everybody you've met with. But you're a very kind person and the way you deliver news and and you're very compassionate you just seem like this great guy i would think that you would be like the one that people would want to do a reading like this because i know sometimes you have to deliver some pretty difficult you know things like even you dive into health problems and things like that was there ever a time where you felt like you're doing a reading you're in the middle of it and you felt something you were like feeling something shocking that you didn't really want to tell the person yeah you know i, I really like in my job to that of a mailman in the sense that, you know, I just deliver the messages. I don't necessarily write the letters. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's... <laughs> I do reading, my job is just to kind of interpret the information to really relay it in a way that makes sense and can be validated. And medical information is always, you know, kind of one of the toughest areas. It's always meant to be helpful. It's always meant to be cautionary and preventative. Um, but I did a reading with Alan Thick, and I sat across from him and he had a loved one come through who died of a congenital heart issue. And yes. this loved one came through and said, Alan, you need to get your heart checked. You need to get your heart checked. And 
it just kept, you know, coming through and he just kind of laughed it off and then passed away, unfortunately, a couple months after. I definitely remember that. And I know that with his passing, which was so tragic and sad, um, they kept, you know, even on the news reports, they would kept going back to your reading with him. You know, that was almost, you know, well, a premonition and you were a little bit of a warning to him. Um, so how does this work? So you on your show, I know you never meet who you're about to do a session with. Correct? Like you never know who it's going to be. Okay. Yep. And over 200 readings. Yep. Oh my gosh. So, and do you always need an object or is it something where you could just sit with somebody and and start to feel something? How does that work? You know, I find the objects do sometimes just kind of help the client. It's really more for the client's sake than it even is for mine or for the psychic process. Mm -hmm. I oftentimes will bring through people who there is no object for. I'll connect with loved ones who passed away for people who are watching the reading in another room. Wow. Happen to bring. <laughs> so objects are just, if anything, I think more of an area or a, uh, a means of concentration for the client to just like focus on who they're wanting to hear from, really kind of direct their energy towards an intention. And I think that that can kind of help draw in certain certain energies. And it can also kind of help um, people if they're distracted or overwhelmed or kind of anxious with the cameras. Having an object is just a good reminder. So how does this work like in your normal everyday life when you're, you're, now, you're not doing sessions, you're not doing readings, just being around people? I mean, do you, do you feel like this comes through? Do you have connections that come through that you're kind of like sitting there at dinner with people going, oh my gosh, this, I'm feeling all these ways? I mean, how would that work on a daily basis? Yeah, you know, it is a bit of a balancing act. And I found that in doing this work now, being 23 and then having it since I was 10, that I've, I've learned that there kind of is a time and a place. And, you know, I, I do sometimes get impressions when I'm out in public or at the supermarket, but you never know what mindset a person's in. They might be grieving, they might not be open to hearing a message. And there's been some times where I've relayed some feelings in public and, you know, people just burst into tears crying or, or broke down. Oh my down. gosh. I, I, I left that thinking, you know, I don't know, maybe I wish they would have contacted me. Well, that that's another really good question. I mean, I guess there are instances where you walk away feeling like, uh, I don't know, do you ever feel feel like I should not have passed passed that message along or do you always feel like it really is your your duty with this ability to to tell people what they what they need to hear you know I feel like it comes through for a reason and when it's been relayed that's happened for a reason but I definitely try to kind of liken it to therapy in the sense that you know you wouldn't receive therapy in 30 seconds at a supermarket um, or at least not the best therapy so Mm -hmm. it's kind of nice to be able to have a time and a place and and really have that need um, and I think that makes for the best reading um explain the scribbling to me like you always have kind of a notepad in your scribbling and that just helps you is that like a meditation tactic or what is that it is and actually like discover that when I was in my teen years, I was talking to my friend on the phone one night, and we were just talking about homework and gossiping and all that stuff. <laughs> and so I, for some reason, found every time I would put my pen to paper, um, just doodling, as you do when you're on the phone, um, I would basically just get these feelings, and it would be hard to kind of concentrate on what my friend was saying. So I started implementing that into readings and just found that that kind of repetitive motion, I think, allows me to just kind of tap into a more subconscious of my brain. And how long when you really sit down and do these sessions, is there is there kind of a time limit? Does it all vary? Like, how long does it usually take to, to kind of have that happen and come through? It varies, but I usually find within about 30 seconds uh, of scribbling, I usually start getting pretty strong impressions. Wow. But readings on the show go anywhere from an hour to sometimes four hours. Um, Carmen Electra's reading actually, I think, went close to six. It varies depending on the need. But but you really start to get that feeling within 30 seconds most times, you just said, right? Usually. Yep. Usually something will come through of, 
of some impression, something that can kind of be focused on and concentrated on. So it just varies. And sometimes a person is, I'm sure, sitting with you hoping that they hear from a specific, you know, my mom, my dad, you know, a sibling. But that's not always the case. Like anybody can come through. You you don't really know if that specific person that they want to hear from is ready to to come through for you. I I hope I'm using the right language here, come through. But um, yeah. So it could be anybody. You you really never know. For sure. I did a reading with Tori Spelling in, I think, season one or two. And as I was sitting with her, she handed me her dad's typewriter. She wanted to connect with her dad. Uh, everybody knows who Tori Spelling is, knows who her dad right, is. Right, right. And, you know, meanwhile, her friend who died came through. And, and that, it was actually the boyfriend of a guy she brought who was in the other room watching the reading. Oh, my and, gosh. Um, you know, I brought you this young man who died who they both knew and, and were close to. And meanwhile, Tori's dad didn't come through at all. Well, I have to bring something up um, on my show here in Tampa, I do, I'm, I'm a big Bachelor, Bachelorette fan. And in fact, I do a Bachelor podcast. I just thought this was so hilarious watching the interview with Chris Harrison, because I, th- <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. I have to tie in the Bachelor somehow to the, my Tyler Henry interview here for a second. But <laughs> I thought it was so funny because you didn't know who he was. And and it's I hilarious. Know. You're meeting somebody for the very <laughs> first time. You're not going to be like an expert of every TV show, every host of every show. You know, how would you know exactly. you know but it's been tricky he, he was very surprised i didn't recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it I, well it gave me a good laugh anyway but uh <laughs> and again the way you handle it i mean you're so kind and just just you just seem like such a nice guy that you know hey, in in those awkward situations you would want you across the table i think so <laughs> Yeah, I've just got to do your best. That's all you can do. Tell me a little bit about the show coming to the Mahaffey Theater next Wednesday. So this is life lessons that you've learned from the departed. And uh, again, we do have tickets. People can get registered at MyMagic949.com. Get registered for free tickets. Also, there's a link there to buy tickets. Tickets are from $25. How does it work in that kind of forum? So in that kind of environment, um, obviously, there's a lot more people. It's a lot more intense than a one-on-one reading. But I've really kind of separated the show into two separate parts. And the first part I share a little bit of my story, um, a lot of the life lessons that I've learned as a result of these readings and kind of how they've impacted my life. Mm -hmm. And then the second part of the show is a live audience Q&A and reading. And I basically just go out to the audience. Um, It doesn't matter whether you're you're in the back or whether you're in the front. I try to do as many readings as I can. And um, I just kind of let... Let Jesus take the wheel, so to speak. <laughs> so do you feel like something come through and then you kind of tell the audience, hey, I'm, you know, this is the situation and then they come forward if it's relatable to them or do you go up to a specific person? It's really very mixes and I do find that usually I'll get a pull in a certain direction of the audience. So usually I'll have an idea of at least um, a few specific details that are coming through about the individual that, it's, that I'm connecting with and then I'll usually kind of get a, a pull in my chest towards the general direction of where that person might be wow. who the message is for. So it's really interesting seeing that play out too and it's usually about 95 percent of the time it usually ends up being in the area that i'm pulled well and here you are now doing shows you've got books you've got your hollywood medium show on e you have a waiting list i heard of like up to two hundred thousand people is that correct i mean that's oh yeah you know it's i feel bad about it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like a lot of people and I want to read everybody. I just need to clone myself. But in the meantime, I'm traveling. So I'm excited for the show. And and your home is in Hollywood, though. That's your area that you live in. And that's the place you spend the most time in. You know, I live in Malibu, but I, you know, Hollywood's kind of over the hill. And it's a, yeah. little, a little intense there. So <laughs> Hollywood's a good place to visit if you're like going as a tourist. Right, right. <laughs> for like a lunch 
but yeah. Now, before I let you go, I, I have to ask this question because of the waiting list of like up to 200,000 people. I have you on the phone. I can't let you get <laughs> off the phone without asking you, is there anything you're feeling with me right now? I mean, do you do phone sessions do, or do you have to have the person in front of you? It's a great question. You know, I do sometimes do phone readings. I'll do them over Skype, but it really is more about the mindset. Usually it requires like scribbling and kind of getting into a certain mindset. Right. I find that there's kind of a different mindset when I'm doing a reading versus like an interview. I think like interviews pull from a more logical place. Right. Kind of having to pull from memories versus readings are a lot more intuitive and kind of meditative or prayer-like. <laughs> right. So it's just kind of getting that switch um, can be the process. I wasn't sure. You know, I really wanted to do this interview with you because like I said at the beginning, I'm a huge fan and this is just such a pleasure talking to you, really. Um, but I was kind of like, you know, last night thinking, I don't, is he going to do a reading on me? Like, I wasn't really sure how this would go, but uh, but I could not let you go without asking that. I mean, please. It's oh, like... Of course. No, it's all good. I, I appreciate it. If anything comes through, I'll call you back. You have my number, so you can call me. We're going to send a lot of people to your show next Wednesday and uh, we just can't wait for you to come to the Tampa Bay area and see you next week at the Mahaffey Theater. Of course, I would have missed it and hope to talk next time. (laughs)